is number Samchalaf 61. We'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Um, 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 and, uh, and then get to today's. We are learning Rufush Lema for Michal Aviva Bas Yehudas, for Amy Bas Dvora, for um, Adasa Basranya, Moshe Ben Chavza, and uh, my father in law Shalom Yosef Ben Rifkatema. Should all have Rufush Shlema. Okay. All right. So, what did we see yesterday? So, we started off with a quote from um, the original basis that we said that seems to prove that. The gidulim are able to be mavatal, uh, the ikar, in a case where it's something where the, it's not zerakala, meaning it doesn't really lose its identity when you plant it in the ground. Uh, and it was Rabbi Hanina Tirsa in the name of Yanai. You take an onion of teruma, you plant it in the ground, it's much more gidulim on the ikar, and it's mutter, which implies that gidul, the gidule hatar are mal in the iser. Kash on this is, is that we saw Mishnah that says Gdule Truma is Truma. So, um, which sounds like it's not allowed. Um, so the Gemara explains, you're right. What he was talking about was not Gidulim, but he was talking about Gidule Gidulim, which means that he planted the Truma. It grew uh, much more. All that we consider Truma. Then he took some one, one of those onions and planted that again. And now there's a lot more growth. Um, so the Gemara says that's also beferish that you don't need uh, Rabbi Yana to teach us. It's a mission. The mission it says gidule gidulin is chulin. It's not once it's two steps removed from the truma, then it's chulin. So the chiddush here is is that that's true even if it's davar she'ein zarukala. That's what his chiddush is. Okay. Um, um, I, the Gemara asks Tevel the gidulim is mutter if it's zarukala. But it's davar she'ein zarukala. It says gidule gidule in azaser. So that seems like it's uh, not true. So the Kumar says, "You're right. That's talking about where the gidule gidulin weren't so much enough to be able to be mavato the gidulin. That's why it was azaser. But here it was enough to be mavato, and then that's why it's allowed. Okay. And that was with the end of the perik, the seventh perik, us to the new perik." Uh, konim, perakonim yain. So here it's defining uh, days, and uh, you know, uh, what, what you mean when you say until. Okay, so if he says today that I'm not drinking any wine today, not tasting any wine today, he's only usher until night. As soon as it's night, it's the next day. If he says Shabazu, that means this week, so he's usher the entire week, including Shabbos. Shabbos is part of the past of the previous week. It's not the beginning of the next week. Chodesh. When he says this month, so then that means the entire month, but the Rosh Chodesh is already the next month. We explained in the Gemara that that's even true, like uh, Rosh Chodesh, where there's two days Rosh Chodesh, and one of them is actually technically the the last day of the previous month, right? We don't start counting Aleph till Today, today is the first day of Teves in our in our calendar. Even though the first day Rosh Chodesh was yesterday, so um, nevertheless, it goes by how people speak. Anyway, so that's the saying that the Rosh Chodesh is the next month. Um, 
If he says this year, so then that's the entire year. Rosh Hashanah is for the next year. Um, he says this Shemitah cycle, it includes the entire uh, seven-year period, including the Shemitah, which is the past year, okay? The past, past, connected to the last, the year before. And if he says, however, this is in contrast to, if he says one day, Yom Echad, or Shabbos Achas, or Chodesh Echad, or Shana Achas, or Shavuah Echad, so then it becomes a day-to-day thing, and it'll extend into the next cycle. So in other words, if it's on a Tuesday, so it's Tuesday through Monday, basically we're talking about um, a full week, basically. That's if he says week, if he says day, Yom Echad, he didn't say today, he said Yom Echad for one day. So then we count 24 hours, basically from when he said it, till, you know, till the same time the next day. So that's what it means when you say Yom Echad, Shabbos Achaz, Kodesh Echad, so it's miyom liyom. Now, what if he says until Pesach? So then it's aser only till he reaches Pesach. Does people, whether even though in Gemara we are familiar with the idea when you say until, do you mean until and including, or do you mean until and not including? And the Gemara is like always switching off between both ways, and there's different opinions. But the way people speak is clear that when they say until, they don't mean to include. Okay, that means up until. Okay, um, that's so. Therefore, until Pesach means up until Pesach. Um, if he says Achayehe Pesach, that's different. That's saying until it is Pesach. That means he's including Pesach in the vow. Okay. Um, so then we saw an expression, and I said it's gonna. You know, we need to clarify it. But first thing to clarify, it says Ad Lifnei Pesach. Rameir says it's Asr until Pesach, and Rabbi Yossi says it's Asr until the end of Pesach. But uh, the Girsa is actually incorrect, our Girsa, and I didn't explain this yesterday, but because uh, I missed the note, but the note on the side says that the correct Girsa is Ad Pnei Pesach, till the face of Pesach. Does that mean before, or does that mean during? So that's the two sides, that's Rameir versus Rabbi Yossi, and we'll see more about that in today's daf. Then we got to the Gemara. Somebody says, So Rabbi says that uh, even though at night you already can, can eat, technically, according to our Mishnah, that being said, before you eat, you should be shoel to a she'el to nullify the vow. Um, why would he say to do that? So the answer is, is that we, want, we don't want to establish a practice of being lenient and letting people eat that night because it's very easy to confuse between say, somebody who says one day or he says today. So it sounds very similar. And if you say today, nightfall he's going to eat, and he says for one day, and then nightfall he might come to eat. So therefore, even the guy who said only today, which means that at night he really can eat, we make him go to get the rabbi to free him from the vow before he eats. So this way, the guy who said one day, if he wants to eat that night, he, can, he will go to the rabbi first in order to allow him to actually eat at night because technically his vow is still continuing until the full 24 hours. So that's the idea. So Gemara's bother, why don't we do it the other way around? Let's make a xerah that Yom Echad, um, let's say it's a 24-hour period, so let's say it's 3 in the afternoon, and then 3 in the afternoon the next day, he's going to eat right after 3 in the afternoon at 4. But if that, if he's you know, he who said Yom Echad is going to eat at 4 o'clock, maybe we should make him also wait till nightfall at least. Okay? Or be matir neder in order to eat at 4 in the afternoon. 
You understand? Just in case, because the guy who says hot today might also make that mistake. Um, to compare it to Yom Echad. He sees the guy who said Yom Echad eating at 4 o'clock. Maybe he'll also come to eat at 4 o'clock. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says it's the other way around. People might make a mistake confusing Hayom, uh, Yom Echad Hayom. But nobody's going to confuse Yom Echad. Uh, if you made the vow Yom Echad, you might think it's the same as Hayom, and you might think it's allowed that night, which it's not. But if you say uh, Hayom, and the other guy said Yom Echad, so he's going to end his at 24 hours, you're not going to think, what are you going to think? I said today, obviously I understand that it's going to still be valid, you know, into, you know past the specific hour. You said today. Today is when you said today. So it's going to extend to the night. That is self-evident that nobody was going to make that mistake. So there's no, there's no concern in the other directions, really, the point. Does the Yom Echad mean 24 hours regardless of when you start? 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, whatever. It's yeah. a 24-hour period. Right. The Hayom could be the, the balance of today. Right, the balance of today. Exactly what Hayom means. Right, but that's what he said. But before you eat at night, because the guy who said one day might think that, you know, that he could eat already at night. So that's why we, um, that's why we, make, we said it's, we recommend taking, uh, nullifying that vow by the rabbi. Okay, so um, Ravina said that Marimer told him this, and he said that, he said, your father said in the name of Rav Yosef that this whole din of Rav Yermi Abba is really following along with Rav Nassan. Because as we saw, Rav Nassan says that making a vow is not a, a good thing. It's building a bama. It's like something that's not appropriate. And even if fulfilling the vow is like bringing an offering on the bama, so it's also not, even fulfilling the vow is not a good thing. So therefore, it may, it's something that's appropriate to try and nullify the vow anyway. In other words, if you didn't have that attitude about vows, that it's a, thinking that it's a bad thing, so then you fulfilled your vow, why would we tell you to uh, nullify it, you know, and then basically cancel it out? Because vows are, we, we look down, that's the idea, it's going along with the bringing of Reb Nassim, that we, that we, 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 we look askance, we don't look at it as a positive thing to make vows. All right, which took us to the next, uh, the next section. So we said this, this Shabbos, so it's the entire Shabbos, um, including Shabbos. So why isn't that obvious? So the Gemara says, you might think that this Shabbos means the days of the week of Shabbos, but not the Shabbos. In other words, there's a way to look at it that it means to exclude Shabbos, that it doesn't. What's the Chiddush of Chodesh Zalser? It's the Rosh Chodesh is the next next month. It's not obvious. The answer is no. It's even true, like we said before. Even if it's a Chodesh Chaser, so the next, so the first, you know, so that means is that the Chodesh, the Rosh Chodesh, uh, first day Rosh Chodesh is actually um, really the previous month, and still we count it to the next month. Um, because um, that's how people refer to it. They say it's Rosh Chodesh, so that's the idea. And I mentioned yesterday, this is very relevant to um, halacha. You know, uh, what, what's the right way to write it? So, um, and uh, he bring, the Ran brings down the custom. You know, I, I was I was witness to a get that took place on a first day Rosh Chodesh, and they write the thirtieth day of this month, Shahu Rosh Chodesh, Shahu Rosh Chodesh uh, uh, of the next month, because it's you don't want to you want to 
you don't want to have any questions. If you say Rosh Chodesh, make being the second day Rosh Chodesh. So, because um, it's not really the first of the month, but you have, technically it's already the next month. Okay, in the, at least the way people speak. Next thing we said, this year is also B'cholosh Kula. So the Shaila is, um, and this is the question that we, we just started off with. We will see the answer. Well, we'll try and answer it today. Um, we didn't get an answer yesterday. So a person said, what if he just says, Shani Toim Yom? He didn't say Hayom. He didn't say Yom Echad. He said it Parav. So which way does Yom go? So first we thought, well, Hayom means today. So Yom doesn't mean today. Or on the other hand, Yom Echad means today, means one full day, which Yom plain doesn't mean one full day. So it's not conclusive from our Mishnah. So that is where we left off, and that's where we're going to try to find out what the answer is to this question. So that's it for you. Okay, let's, uh, so let's see try some tries. Amar Ravashi. So Ravashi, we're third to last line on Daf Samach on the base. Amar Ravashi, Ravashi says, Toshmak, come and hear proof. Konam yayin shanitoy. Person makes a vow that I taste wine. Ahashana <coughs> for this year. So I'm not going to drink any wine this year. This Abrashana, and then, as luck would have it, there was an extra Adar they, they snuck into the year. So Asurba, Ubibura, the year is a prohibited, including the extra, the extra month. The extra month is also, he, he, you know, so it's going to be for 13 months. Okay, that's what's going to happen if he made it in the beginning of the year. So the question is, what's the case? If it's, he said it exactly as that, Ashana this year. So Lamali the member is that quite obvious? This year happens to be a longer year. What kind of uh, of course it's obvious. Elolav Damar Shana. He must have said Parib Shana. And uh, even though he said it in a Parif way, it still means this year, which in this year happens to be a thirteen month year. Amashana Kashana Tamisu see saying Shana is the same as saying Hashana. Okay? And Yom is not DNA that Yom and Hayom is the same as well. That's what we're assuming. Because again, if it was just Hashana, it would be too obvious. So obviously it's incorrect, and really it's plain Shana. And you see, plain Shana is the same as Hashana. That was our, that's our reasoning. So the Gemara says, not true. He actually said it the way we have it. Hashana. I, what's the Chiddush? Because I might have thought, Go by most years. And uh, most years, of course, do not have an extra, um, you know, an extra month in it. So even though he said this year, there's reason to believe that, you know, maybe he was unaware that uh, the year's an extra month. And therefore, maybe it only means what, like this year, meaning if it was a normal year for a year. So that's the, uh, that's the Chiddush Kamash Malach. Okay, not approved. So, so, and the bottom line is, is that we do not have an answer to this question. And uh, so the Ron says, what we do when we don't have answers is you take you know, take no chances, okay? So you take a L'chumrah, that uh, if you say Yom, it's, we look at it as if it's a full day, 24 hours, just in case. Okay. Ibailo, the Shaila is next Shaila. Amar Yayin Shani Toem Yovel. Okay, this is, guys, take on a serious vow. For Yovel. Yeah, so Mag. It's interesting, all of the, everything we talked about, we left out uh, Yovel, right? We said for the Yovel, or, you know, for this Yovel, whatever, 
which way does the 50, uh, 50th year go? Is it the first of the new cycle, or is it the last of the old cycle? So Toshma... Only the Yobu year, not the entire 50th The year. Jubilee year, we're talking about, obviously, yeah. he, right. But he said this Yobel, you know, for this Yobel, I'm not drinking wine. I don't know, maybe Yobel was coming around the corner, I have no idea. Yeah. But which way does the Jubilee go? Is it counted as the first or the next, or the, or the last of the old? Toshma coming to proof. The Tanya, we learned in the price of Pluk, the review of the Rabbanon, famous Machlok, is between the review of the Rabbanon. Pasuk says, V'kidash the Meshnaz Chamishim Shana, Shnaz Chamishim Batamona, V'yatamona Shnaz Chamishim Ba'achaz. It's year 50, it's not year 51. Kanamru Yovel in Olu Laminyan Shuvah. That means Yovel is outside of the seven-year cycle. Uh, that's the Tanakhama's opinion. What that means is, that every 50 years, there's an additional year that's called year 50. The year after that is the first of the new Shemitah cycle. So it's not divisible by seven, basically. That's really the idea of the Chacham's opinion. It takes up a year. It's a, it's a, a space saver for an entire year. Okay? Um, because otherwise, it would be counting, your 50th year would be counting as year one of the next cycle. And it's not really 50 years. It's only, you know, it's the year after the 49th year. Okay? Uh, but it doesn't actually take up a full year. That's the that's the story. Um, so, Rabbi Yudha Omer, no, Yovel Ola Rabbi says that Yovel is part of the first cycle of the next year. It's the it's uh, the it's the first of the of the next cycle. That's how the Yovel works. Okay, familiar with this machlok as we added a few places. Okay. Now, doesn't it seem the Torah for six years you should plant your fields? This uh, this cycle when the when the fiftieth year takes up the first year, so there's not six years of planting. There's only going to be five because the first year is the is the jubilee. Okay, you can't plant on on Yovel. Um, and what about according to you? There will be enough grain for the three years. Why? Because you know you plant in the sixth. That sixth will be providing for the sixth year, for the seventh year, and for the eighth year till you're able to plant in the eighth year, and then there'll be uh, produce of the eighth year ready. <coughs> so it's producing enough for for the three years. Now, um, but, but according to you, Arba, um, it's not just the, when, when it's followed by a jubilee, so it's going to be providing not for only three years, but for four years, because you have the sixth year, you have the seventh year, then you have the oval year, and then you have the first year that you're able to plant again. Okay? Um, so, Ella, you could say, in general, it's going to, you know, the standard. Shemitah cycle, it's going to be for, for, for uh, three years. So too, the Linami, Ikalukma, yeah, I could argue, Bishash Neshavah, that we're talking about on a regular cycle, it's going to be six years of planting. You're right, after the Jubilee, it'll only be five years, but that's not the standard. Most of the time, right, uh, most of the time, you're going to have six full years of, of planting, so it's not a problem. Anyway, the bottom line is, the Gemara is thinking that this Machlokas is exactly... What we were, you know, what the answer is, it depends who you ask. If you ask the Chachamim, so since the 50th is this whole separate cycle, it's not the beginning of the next year, so it'll still be included. You say till Yovel, you mean to include it. 
But if you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, which is already the beginning of the next cycle, so then it'll be counted the next one. That's what seemingly we're assuming is the Machlokas. Okay. All right. Which brings us to the next section. Okay. Other Pesach, as we said, it said until Pesach, it's only us or till Pesach, till we get to Pesach. But we saw Ad Pnei Pesach, so we saw Rameir says that uh, he means only up until, and we saw Rabbi Yossi says he means to include. So the Gemara is bothered by this. Lemeimer, this implies the Rameir Savar, Rameir's opinion is, Lemeimer, the Indish Nafshei, a person is not willing to put himself in cases of doubt. Meaning, he's, when he says until Pesach, and, and it's not clear, till Pnei Pesach, not clear what he means, he means the, it's a minimal way of understanding. Okay? And Rabbi Yossi Savar, No, person is putting him in what might be included, we assume is included. Okay? So it's a basic question of when a person is taking on a vow, does he mean to include the questionable times or not? And Rabbi Yossi is saying yes, and then Rabbi Meir is saying not. Problem with this is we have a contradiction. For a minute, we have kind of a contradiction. Man has two sets of daughters. He has two wives, and each of his wives has two daughters. Okay, so wife first. So there's a Rachel and a Leah. Let's say not not like Yaakov, uh, but Rachel had two daughters, uh, older and a younger, and that was first. And then Leah, older and a younger. Okay, two daughters, older and a younger. Okay. So uh, what happened? So and Vamar and he go, and he says, okay, this guy maybe should be more aware of what he's doing. Kidash this piti hagedola. I married off my older daughter, and I'm not sure what I meant. Im gedolas im gedolas. Do I mean the older of the older set? Im gedolas im gedolas or the older of the younger set? Im gedolas im gedolas or maybe I mean the younger of the older set. Who's older than the older of the younger set? So when I say gedola, it could mean uh, daughter number one, daughter number two, even, and daughter number three. Daughter number three is the oldest of the younger set. Daughter number one is the oldest of the older set. But daughter number two is older than the oldest of the second set. So she's also an older in a sense. So I'm not sure which one I mean. So the Allah is Kula Nasur is the Mayor. Mayor says they're all Asr. Why? Because we're not sure. They're all possibilities. It's the only one that's scot-free that we don't have to give a get to remove the doubt is the youngest of the younger set. The younger one of the younger set because she's definitely not the older girl. Okay. So, and what is Rabbi Yossi Except for the oldest one, the older of the older set. That's who you meant and that's it. And there's no suffix over here. We know what you meant. Okay, so what is going on? Rabbi Yossi is basically saying that a person is not putting himself in doubt. If he says my older daughter, he's not sure what he meant. I'll tell you what you meant. You meant the one that that that, that, that removes no doubt. That there is no doubt, which is the oldest one, and um, and that so they're switching sides over here. Before Rabbi Yossi was saying he's willing to take on doubt, and Rameir says no, and here Rameir is saying yes, and Rabbi Yossi is saying no. That's the question. So, you know what's going on over here? The, the names got switched. Our version's wrong. Rabbi Yossi really does, uh, doesn't put himself in doubt, and Rabbi Meir does. 
and I'll prove it to you. But Tanya, the Brisa says so as well. Well, here's the rule. Anything that's the length of time, the length of time is set. Until the face of. Until it's over. And Rabbi Yossi Omer until it comes. So you see, Rameir is the one who's putting him in the doubt and switch opinions. So you see that at least we have the point being is that the Brisa, the Brisa plus the other mission over there indicates that we got the name switched. Okay, Rameir is willing to take on the whole Yontif and Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yossi is not. I just want to clarify, which we'll soon see, um, what it means, this line here. It says, Kol Shizmano Kavua. When you say zmano kavua, that means that I know how long the span is going to be. Good classic example is Pesach. So I say un- until the face of Pesach. But the point is, <coughs> since it might mean during Pesach at all, but uh, altogether, it might mean the whole Pesach. But I know how long Pesach spans. It's not. There's a, there's a, there's a limit that is a known limit. How long is Pesach? It's seven days. That's all it is. Okay? And what we're going to see now, and this is really in contrast to the upcoming mission. Okay, Ada Katsir, person says until the harvest. Ada Batsir, uh, the way you, that's for, for the grapes. Ada Masir, where you're harvesting the grapes. Ada Masir, till you're harvesting the olives. Eno Asra Ela Ad It always means up until and not including. And this doesn't matter no matter how you word it. And the Zakal, here's the rule. Kosha Zmanukavua, if the span of time, how long it is, is set until it reaches that's if it's kavua. even if, even though he says until it will be the harvest um, it, that's not going to work it's only by Pesach till it will be Pesach that means Pesach because it's a span that's known but harvest how long does the harvest take uh, depends it's not a known thing that's exactly if it's something that's not said, like harvesting, whichever wording you used, it always means only until, not including. Why? Because the person doesn't want to put himself in something that he doesn't know how long he's obligating. You know, he doesn't mean to do that. So even though he worded it in a way that might include the harvest, but since the harvest is a span that's not a known quantity, he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't mean... So be it. What if there's a spirit trial? There's no harvest. That's a different thing. Okay. Right. Messes up the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, another example. Out of kayats till the... Now, kayats means... Uh, even though we, we use that word to describe summer, but it's, it's the time of the harvest of the, of the figs. That's where they're harvested. And that's the word that, you know, uh, that we use to describe the... Pulling off of the figs, okay. That's the beginning of the harvest of the figs. That means till the end of the season. Now there, there's no room out of that, even though that's a, a broad term. But if you use the term very clearly, till where the whole kayets is over, meaning the end of the season. That's when they fold up their uh, their tools that they use, that they you know, put it away for the season, that's the end of the season. So that's what it would mean. Okay. 
All right. So Tano Kilkala Sha'amru, when we say Kilkala, that's um so what is it referring to, right? Lahachnes bil kilkalos, that's what we talked about. So what are these kilkalos? Kilkalata shaltainim, it means figs. Okay, for local kilkalos shanovim, and not grapes. And Tanya will learn it. I know the repairs are kayets. Ain't also, he says, he vows from having the fruit of kayets. Ain't also, elibitainim, that means specifically figs. Um, and Reb Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, anovim mechaltainim, know that grapes is also included in this summer fruit. Okay? My time at the Tanakama, what's the logic of the Tanakama? Because over Tainim, Mikatsit San Biada, Anavim Lam Mikatsan Biada. It's a question of how the, the, the fruit is harvested. The way to harvest figs is by pulling off the figs by hand. Okay, that's the way to do it. You just pull, pull hard enough and it'll come right off. Okay, and that's because the stem that's attached to the fig is stays attached and it won't tear up the fig when you pull on it, okay? Because it's kind of loose. How do you get grapes? You don't do it by hand, okay? Grapes, you have to cut the stem because it's a strong stem. You pull on it, it's, it's going to pull off the grapes. That's not what you want. You want it to stay with the cluster, right? So that's the difference. Um, and that's the reasoning why he does not mean to include the grapes. Okay, because tainim mikatsit on biyada. That's the way you take it off is by hand. I know him lo mikatsit biyada. Use a knife to cut it to cut the stem. Shem gamliel savar anavim nami kimiradidan mikatsit on biyada. He says even grapes, if it's at the end of the season when the when it dries, so then you can just break it off by hand. You know the stem dries out, so they're not really attached so much, and you could just you could just by hand pull it out. And that's the idea. And that's the, uh, that's the story. We'll save, save this next piece for tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.